If you have your Bibles, I'm going to be turning to Ephesians 3. I'll be reading verses 20 and 21. Ephesians 3, verse number 20. Now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that worketh in us. One more time. Now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or that we think according to the power that worketh in us. Unto him be glory in the church by Christ Jesus throughout all ages, world without end. Amen. For the next few moments, I want to title this message, I Think He Can. I Think He Can. Turn around at someone and smile at them before you're, before you're seated. Say, you know what, I, I think he can. And you may be seated. I just think he can. No matter the situation, I, I, I just think he can. I have faith in him and, and I just I think he can. But in Paul's second letter to Timothy, he penned the following words. They are words that have been used by preachers in many a dead services. And that's why I put them at the front of my message. Those of you that didn't catch that, I'll explain it after church. Therefore, I remind you to stir up the gift of God, which is in you through the laying on of my hands. The gift is in you, Timothy. It is in you, and it came to you when I laid my hands on you. And I want to remind you to stir up the gift of God that is lying on the inside of you. Commentaries tell us that it was Paul's imprisonment and it had so affected Timothy that Paul had to pin those words to him. Timothy was in such a place mentally that Paul was concerned that Timothy would actually succumb to the feelings that were brought on by his mental state. Have you ever been there? That your faith is so tried and tested that whenever you're in, you're in a room and everything is going on, yet you just still can't even lift your head up. You're so weighed down with everything that is going on. You're so worried. You're so consumed with everything that is happening. And Paul begins to look and says, I'm worried about you, Timothy. And that's why I need you to stir up the gift on the inside of you. Words that the more I studied, the better I understood them. And it was an understanding of what Paul was saying. There's an agreement in the translation of the original Greek. The expository Greek Testament gives us this translation. Because I am so persuaded of thy unfeigned faith, I must remind you to stir up the gift that is on the inside of you. 
Another commentary uses this translation. Seeing that I am so persuaded by your faith, I want to remind you to rekindle the flame that burns on the inside of you. To stir up the gift is actually translated stir up the fire, fan the flames, bring the embers back to life. One writer translates it to fan the flames until it burns away all doubt. Paul said, I know, Timothy, everything looks bad, but I want you to begin to fan the flames. I want you to begin to fan the flames of fire of your faith. And you don't worry about what's about to happen. And you just let your faith begin to take hold. Stir up the gift of God that's in you. Because Paul knew the power of the mind. I'm going to tell you that when I was done typing all of this out, I went into our bedroom and I told Kim, I am going to have so much fun preaching tomorrow. So if I get a little excited, I warn you now. Paul said, I want you to stir up the power of your mind because he knew the power that was in the mind. That's why he follows it up. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and a sound mind. I want to make something abundantly clear this morning. It's the desire of hell for your focus to be so consumed with every problem. But God has not given you a spirit of fear, but of love and of joy and a sound mind. He has spoken peace that cannot be taken away hell would love for you to look at everything that's going wrong but God said I want you to lift up your eyes to the hills from which cometh your help somebody needs to hear me the devil wants you to be so consumed but God says look unto me the author and the finisher of your faith if I've spoken it it will come to pass Hell would love for nothing more than your mind this morning to be so consumed with everything that is going wrong. He wants you to remember every rejection, every prayer you've ever prayed and felt like God simply ignored you. Even though there are miracles in this room, you are so decimated by your thoughts, your fears, your anxieties and doubts that you would not even know. But I want to shake somebody's faith this morning and let you understand that miracles, signs and wonders are in this house. And if you'll stir up the fans of faith, if you'll stir it up, the gift that's on the inside of you, and begin to say, God, I believe you can do it. God, I believe you're able. God, I know. God, I know. What about when your neighbor sees that your family, what, what, what about it? Whenever you've been praying for your family for years and your neighbor comes in and they begin to rejoice because God's bringing their family home and the devil tries to put it in your mind that you might as well quit praying. I want to tell somebody you better not stop praying. You better not give up. You better not give in. You better pray even harder because I believe that if he spoke it, it will come to pass. I believe. He wants you to be so conf- he wants you to be so consumed with it, so angry about it, you'll begin to even doubt and wonder if God knows where you are this morning. I need somebody to understand. He knows right where you are. He knows right what you're doing. He knows everything that you're facing. And he says, I want you to believe that I'm able. I want you to believe that I'm able. Not only am I able, but I'm willing. I need you to believe it, that I see you where you are hell would love for nothing more than for you to walk in this morning 
and your mind be so bound that you ask yourself, why am I even here? You ever come to a service and don't raise your hand? <laughs> that don't raise your hand part's not in my notes, but every once in a while wisdom comes in <laughs> or something. Have you ever just been in a service and you're trying everything you think you are anyway? And you just say, why am I even here? You know, I'm hungry. I could beat all those other Pentecostals to the restaurant. When I was younger, my dad used to say another religion, but I'm not going to do that because wisdom comes in every once in a while. What? (laughs) My wife was whispering wisdom to me as well. But you come into the house of God and you wonder, is it really worth it? Is it, is it, really, is it really worth it? Why, why am I even here? I, I, I can't feel him. I can't find him. He hasn't spoken to me. And your mind is so clouded. Your mind is so just, it's bound up. I want someone to know that heaven has one goal this morning, and that is to set your mind free. I want to add my voice to Paul's this morning, and I want to remind you to fan into flames the gift of God that is on the inside of you. The mind is the birthplace of a miracle. And if hell can get you to not focus on the fact that God is able, you'll miss a miracle. But this morning, I want somebody to understand that every miracle you need is in this house. And if you'll begin to say it, if you'll begin to believe it, God is going to show up right where you are he's going to reach to right where you are and miracle signs and wonders are going to happen if hell can get your mind so full of what you can see you'll never believe for what you cannot see and here's what I believe this morning I believe that God can use you I believe that you have authority I want to say it like this because belief is not even strong enough a word I know that God can use you I know that you have authority God has not given you a spirit of fear I also know that greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world I know that God gave you a promise and if he gave you a promise honey you can take it to the bank because it will fulfill the purpose for which it was sent to borrow from King James it will not return void somebody hear me if he gave you a word you can rest assured it will happen I'm tired of everybody walking around wondering if God sees where you are. He sees where you are. He knows what's going on. He feels your pain. We have a high priest that's touched by the feeling of our infirmities. And yet I say, he knows where I am. And I believe that he's able to do exceeding abundantly above all. I could ever ask or even think. If you think oh, if you think that you have seen all that God has for you, to borrow from my Louisiana education, you ain't seen nothing yet. If you think that you have seen all of the revival 
that God has for you. If you think he has saved all the members of your family that he's going to save. If you think he's restored all the members of your family he's going to restore. You ain't seen nothing yet. The devil's a liar and the father of all lies. I'm here to let somebody know this morning. I think he can. I think he can. I think he can. mind is the birthplace of a miracle it's also the jail cell and it will hell will have you so bound up in your mind that you can't even think a miracle you can't even think that God is able not only is he able, he's, he's able to do exceeding abundantly above all, above everything that you understand. He's able to do more than you even can think, even what you can consider or conceive. This is one of my favorite scriptures, and so I've been digging into this scripture. And this is what the Greek commentary said. That that scripture is saying that whatever you think God can do is the bottom line of where he starts. So, if I think he can heal cancer, that's just the starting place. If I think that he's able to heal, no matter what the disease is, that's just the starting place. I believe that he can speak into existence new organs. I believe that he can speak into existence new parts of your body. I believe that you can be crippled and you can stand up and walk. It's the bottom line, honey. I believe he can. I believe he can. I believe he can. Somebody needs to get it in your spirit. It's just the bottom line of what God's about to do. Revival, it's just the bottom line. Miracle signs and wonders, it's just a starting place. I think he can. There was all this Greek and Hebrew written around this, this explanation of this. And I said, man, I wish I could understand all of that. Because I know there's something extra in there. But when it said, he just translated it. And he said, whatever you think God can do is the bottom line. It's where he starts. So we're going to go back a few messages. The balcony, the risers. That's the bottom line. It, it, your family, that's the bottom line. Miracle signs and wonders. The word that we got about our expansion project. I got another word this week that prophesied. And they said, I feel to tell you that the moment you break ground, God is going to bring the provision for the rest. That's the bottom line. That's just where he starts. And he said he'll supply all of your needs according to his riches and glory. I need somebody to think. I think he can. I think he can. I think he can. Anything you can consider is the bottom line. It's God's starting place. 
I'm looking for a Caleb this morning. You know what? Jericho was good. But I got a mountain over there. I know I'm, I'm a lot more mature in age than what I was, but you know what? Give me my mountain. The rest of you guys, you shout and dance, and I'll shout and dance with you about the walls falling. They're going to preach messages, and they're going to talk about how that it could have been so wide that six chariots were racing around the top side by side, and there was room to spare. They're going to tell stories about Jericho, and some of them are going to be that the walls went down so flat that they actually became a bridge that crossed over. Other preachers are going to preach that they fell down in such a way that they were able to just completely disappear, and there was nothing left of them at all. I don't know really how it happened. All I know is they're going to preach about it And I'm excited for you But I've got a mountain to climb I've got a mountain with my name on it You can be satisfied with what you've got But I'm hungry for more I think he can give me the mountain I think he can give me revival I think he's able I think he can I've told you things that have happened not to boast of my, but just to let you know that God can use anybody. My dad told me a long time ago, God even used a donkey, so don't get excited. My dad loved me. <laughs> Kept me in line. <laughs> but I've told you the stories. I've told you how. And I prayed for a little girl. There was a tumor on her. She got in the shower. The next morning came running in, telling her mama, it's gone, it's gone, it's gone. You know, I could spend the rest of my life, Brother Darren, all excited about that. I got a mountain I'm about to climb. You know what? I've never laid hands on anybody and had their ears open up. I got a mountain I'm about to climb because I think he can. You know what? I, I, I've never seen, I've never laid my hands on anyone that had this disease. But I know a God that by your stripes we're healed. And I've got a mountain I'm about to climb. Is there anybody that says, I'm not satisfied with where I'm at. I've got a mountain that's got my name all over it. And I think he can give it to me. I think he can help me. I think he'll lead me. I think he'll guide me. Sister O'Brien, we've been celebrating everything God's been doing in your family. That's just the start. That's just, don't you dare give up those prayers of your husband. They're still going before him. They're still going before him. He's still hearing those. And we're still saying, oh, God, I'm thankful. They're in a Bible study, but I'm ready for somebody to get baptized. I'm ready for them to be filled with the baptism of the Holy Ghost. That's what I'm talking about. I think he can. I think he can. I think he can. That's why I love this. That's why I love this verse. It's the bottom line. It's where he starts. Exceeding abundantly. He exceeds abundantly. He goes beyond abundantly of whatever I can ask. But what about when you can't even ask it? Think it. 
you ever been so down that you couldn't even get the words out? One translation of this scripture, it says that God can do the unutterable and beyond. I can't even I can't even get it out of my mouth, but oh, I can think it. I may be in a place right now that I can't even get it out of my mouth, but God, I can think it, and I think you're able to save. I think you're able to deliver. I think you're able to do it. I think you're able, God. I think you're able. I was going to preach to all of the doubt. You guys just get to be here for it. Do you know how many times I have heard <laughs> since February 1st? Do you know how hard it is to have Arnold, have revival in Arnold? They were well-meaning. They thought they, they thought they were being nice. They were setting my expectations. They don't go here, just in case you're worried. If they did, we'd pray them through. <laughs> Do you know how hard it is? Do you know how many people have tried? No, because I've never counted. All I know is I got a word. I got a vision. Before I ever knew I was coming to Arnold, I got a vision about what was about to happen in our life. Before we ever heard about coming to Arnold, there were others that had visions, and they spoke to us, and they said it at, the, at, our, at our, our service here, whenever we were, we were sworn in or whatever it's called. They, they, they had the same kind of vision. It, it doesn't matter to me what everybody else thinks, what everybody else has done. You know what? I think you can. Oh, you've never seen a 50-soul 50, a 50 revival in Arnold? I think you can. What about a I think he can. What about 500? I think he can. Don't tell me a number's too much for God. I think he can. There were thousands added to the church daily. I think he can. I think he can. I think he can. Those same people. It started whenever I was excited about our building program. You know how hard it is. I know. And I told him, I said, Brother Trammell's already told me. I know. In fact, I was around when that was going on. Brother Trammell had a heart attack. That's how hard it was. I said, I know. I get all of that. But then I said, and I love doing this, because they don't know what to say. But that's just me. I said, but I got a word. I got a word. That not only is it going to be built, but God is going to provide while it's being built. And I said, you know what? We're a fixed income church. And we already have over half of what we need to begin it. And then I said, we got an exemption from the city of Arnold. And they said, you got a what? I said, I got the favor of God, honey. I believe he can. I believe he can. You've come too late. I think he can. I think he can. I think he can. So that's why I say to you this morning, don't give up on your family. I think you can. Don't give up on them. I think you can. You've been praying. Keep praying. I think you can. 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 
Don't you let the devil defeat you. Don't you let the devil tell you that he can't. You need to stand up. Look him right in the eye and say, I think he can. I think he can. You're a devil. You're the father of all lies. And I think he can. You better move because I'm about to shout because I think that he can. This is what I've been doing since I felt this message. I've just been walking through my house going, you know what, I think you can. I think you can. This morning when I got here, I just kind of walked by the pews and said, I think you can. I, I, I think you can. Brother Bobby, I think you can. I, I just kind of walked, I went into the office back there and I said, you know what, God, I kind of think you can. I think you can. Oh, I know. I know you don't see it yet, but I still think you can. I know I haven't felt it yet, but I think you can. I know I haven't experienced it yet, but I still think you can. I'm not satisfied with yesterday's manna. I need it fresh every day. Can I tell you how crazy, if you want to call it crazy, I just have enough faith to believe that we are just about to see what God is doing in this house. I've had people, I want you to know, I've got the other side too. I've had ministers come to me and tell me, they said, just get ready because you're about to have problems. And I said, don't tell me that. I mean, wait, 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 lead. You know, you're about to have problems. I thought you loved me, man. And a relationship is such that I can say that back to them because they laughed. <laughs> and then they said, oh, no. He said, can I tell you what God showed me? He said, there is a flood of people that are headed your way. And the problem you're about to have is not what you think. It's about what you're going to do with what God is sending your way. And I want somebody to know, I think he can. I think he can. I've had numbers given to me that said, get ready for 500, 700. I'm not worried about the number. I just think he can. I think he can. If we have to bring him in and send him out to start daughter works, I think he can. I was given, I know I'm just telling you guys all of this stuff, but I believe it with everything that's in on the inside of me. I was given a time frame, and they said within this amount of months, within six months of the people buying your vision, you better get ready because God has already planned for there to be a building program that's happening in Arnold. Uh, everybody else says, you can't do it, you can't do it. It's never been done before. That's all right. I know that he's able, and I think he can. I think he can. It doesn't matter that it's never been done before. I think he can. Nobody had ever seen leprosy healed until he did it. I think he can. I think he can. I think he can. One of the ministers that spoke into my life as a young child. That I prayed, I said, God, I want that ministry. 
And they looked at me and said, be ready because it's heavy, but it's rewarding whenever you can operate in the gift of faith. And I said, whatever it takes, I want it. You say things when you're young <laughs> and the Holy Ghost is there. I still want it. There's nothing I want more than the gift of faith. When he was telling me a story, they were having a tent revival. And there was this lady that kept coming. They were having, ears were being opened, blind eyes. There were other denominations they were coming in. And they were saying, we need to know what's going on. Our people haven't been coming to church. What's going on? They're saying they're over at a tent. And the pastors are coming in. They're getting filled with the baptism of the Holy Ghost. I think he can. All I'm saying is they said, I felt it. I wanted something more. But he told me of this one lady. And this is when I got hooked. He said, I couldn't get away. He said, so I just kind of pushed through the crowd. And she's holding a little, she's holding a little baby in her, in her arms. And she hands me a, she, a piece of paper. And I look down, and it's a definition from the dictionary. And the definition was impossible. And he looked at her, and she said, I tore that out of my dictionary because there's nothing impossible with my God. He said, I looked at that little baby thinking, oh, she's got a cold. We can pray the prayer of faith over a cold. We'll get real serious over a headache. He looks down at this baby. And I believe this with everything that I've got. I've seen things the way that God operated through him. He said, I pulled that little blanket back from that baby, and that baby had Down syndrome. He said, Greg, I looked at that baby, and something on the inside of me said, oh, no. But then I heard that woman say, there's nothing impossible with my God. He said, I just put my hand on that little baby's head, and I said, in the name of Jesus, be whole. He said, before I remove my hand, that little baby's face became clear. It, it went back into the shape. He said, they took that baby to the doctor, and I've got the paperwork to show you to where it was this way the day before, and it was this way the way after. I'm telling you, I think he can. There's nothing too hard for my God. I'm not trying to be sensational. I'm just telling you it's the bottom line of what God can do. And if you need a healing, he's able to heal. If you need a touch, he's able and willing to heal and touch. He's able. He's able. Come on, lift your hands. Lift your hands. He's able. He's able. He's able. He's able. I'm getting close to being done, but I'm going to tell you what I want. I want the city of Arnold to be completely blown away. I don't want you to be blown away. I want the city of Arnold to be blown away by what God is doing. You think it can't happen? Now, when they saw the boldness of Peter and John and perceived that they were 
unlearned and ignorant men. They marveled. And they took knowledge of them that they had been with Jesus. And beholding the man which was healed standing before them, they could say nothing against it. But when they had commanded them to go aside out of the council, they conferred among themselves, saying, what shall we do with these men? For that indeed a notable miracle hath been done by them is manifest to all them that dwell in Jerusalem and we can not deny it. I want all of Arnold to know that the power of God is flowing from here but I want all of hell to know that you better get ready because you won't be able to deny it because we have been with Jesus and we believe that he can. We believe that he can. We believe that he can. I think he can. I think he can. I think he can. I think he can take us beyond our building pledge. I think he can take us beyond where we are. I think he can. Is anything too hard for my God a thousand times no? I think he can. And to borrow from last week, I'm pretty sure I know that he can rock a jailhouse. I close with this as they come to the music. A little railroad engine. You've all been waiting on it, so here it is. A little railroad engine was employed by a station to do yard work. By the yard, it was the station yard. It was meant to pull a few cars on and off of the switches. Lightweight because it was such a small engine. One morning as it was waiting for the next call on the long train full of freight cars, ask a large engine in the roadhouse, can you take me over the hill? Oh, that large engine said, oh, I can't. That's too much for me to pull. The great engine said, I'm not built for hard work. Then the train asked another engine and another. And they all had excuses of why. And they all refused. So in desperation, the train turned to the little engine in the yard. He said, do you think you could pull me up that hill? And the little engine said, you know what? I think I can. It begins to push, pull, strain, and huff and puff. He didn't blow anybody's house down. That was another guy. And got a little bit further up the hill. And he starts looking at the top, and it's getting closer. And with every little inch, he says, I think I can. I think I can. 
Oh, I think I can. 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 And then he got to the top. And he starts looking down the hill. And he said, I knew I could, 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 I knew I could. Is there anybody that's in the house that you've been saying, I think you can, I think you can, I think you can. You're just about to get to the top and you're just about to see what God has got for you and you're just about to be to that place that says, I knew he could, I knew he could, I knew he could, I knew he could. What are you doing, Brother Greg? Oh, I'm just getting ready because I knew he could. I knew he could. I'm just getting warmed up because I knew that he could we stand I knew I could I knew I could I knew I could I knew I could I knew I can I knew I could hell wants you looking at that hill and say it's too big hell wants you looking at your family and saying you prayed and they got worse Thank you, Brother Pennington. Brother Pennington came in and said, we prayed and they haven't been back. That's all right. I think you can. That's why we said, and he told me, he goes, we're not going to stop praying. I said, no, we're not. I think you can. Hell would love us to look and say, oh, well, what about this? It's too hard. It's never been done before. You know who says that? The people that have never done it. But my God is able to do exceeding abundantly above all I can ever ask or even think they're all looking at the hill they're all looking at the struggle they're all looking at the pain and you know what they're saying it's easier to just stay where I am but I feel a little bit like David Whenever Samuel came and said, oh, they all look good. And God says, nah, I don't think so. And Samuel says, is there not another one? Oh, yeah, but he, he's out in the field. He blows kisses to Jesus, to God. He's dancing, writing poetry, telling God how much he loves him. He's out in the field. Samuel says, well, bring him in. And Samuel looks at him and says, yeah, I don't think you can. All of a sudden, God says, I think you can. I think you can. Can I tell you, I've been preaching all of this, and you thought I was talking about how that I think God can. But I'm telling you, God is looking at you saying, I think you can. Oh, I think you can. I've never, oh, I think you can. I've never laid hands on somebody. I think you can. I've never taught a Bible. I think you can. I've never had miracle signs and wonders. I think you can. I think you can. I think you can. I think you can. And when you've got a God vote, you better understand you can do all things through Christ, which strengthens you. And I'm telling you in the spirit, he thinks you can. He thinks you can. He thinks you can. You can make it. 
you can make it. You can pray the prayer of faith. You can operate in the supernatural. Don't tell me that you got to have a certain pedigree. I've been in services where children gathered around their Sunday school teacher. They couldn't hardly move. They were so sick. And the moment that those three and four-year-olds got done in super church, that teacher stood up, tears flowing down their face, rejoicing, saying there's no pain in my body. And the surgery was canceled. Why? Because I think he can and he knows you can. Those children, teacher stood up, move. It was one of those things to where the Sunday school director was just going to, oh, we're just going to pray. Let's have the children pray. Those children said, this is my chance. You ever seen those children? They're serious. And they begin to pray. They begin to cry out to God. Some of them just looked around because they didn't know what to do. But they were just, they were still, they were looking around. But there were some, and they were just saying, God, I think you can. God, I think you can. And the Spirit is looking down saying, oh, it's a little child. They've got childlike faith. I think I can use them. I think I can use them. It's the same God that's speaking to you. He thinks that you can. Every Every head bowed and every eye closed, please. I want to ask that you would ask yourself, what is the gifting? Come on, Timothy. See, Paul said, I, I, when I laid hands on you, there was a gift that was placed on the inside of you by God himself. What is that gift that has been placed on the inside of you? There is a gift on the inside of each and every person that's in this house. And it has been dormant in some of us for long enough. I give you liberty to operate in your gift. I want you to understand that this is too big for one person. We need the body to be a body. What's that gift? You've been asking God for it. You asking for the gift of faith, the gift of healing, for a gift of tongues. And I add my voice to Paul's again. Stir up the gift that is within you. Fan the flames because the fire is burning. Fan the flames until it becomes an inferno because you have a God that is looking down saying, I think they can. You know what, Gabe? I think they can. He calls over the other angels. I think he can. Hey, Abraham, you're my buddy, you're my friend. Look down at Arnold right now. 
I think they can. Lift your hands. Would you lift your hands? Come on. The Holy Ghost is in this house. God that worketh in us both to will and to do his good pleasure see we've been struggling and all along God's saying I think you can oh I think you can I think you can I think you can I'm going to open up this front for anybody that says, God, I think you can. And I'm going to receive your vote of confidence that you think I can. And I'm going to pray for my family because they're going to be saved. I'm going to pray for healing to flow because I think you can. Is there anybody that's in this house that just says, you know what, God? Increase my faith. Lord, increase my faith. Because there's nothing too hard for you. And if you think I can, oh, then God, I'm going to rejoice. I'm going to rejoice. Because you think I can. You think I can. Come on. It's your mountain. It's your mountain. You promised it. 